0: Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. Thanks for joining me on my drive to work this morning. Guys, it's been a minute since I recorded an episode for Lakers carpool, but we're back at it. The season is well underway. We got Lakers basketball back. Let's jump into it. All right, we are eight games into the season. The Lakers are five and three so far. After a somewhat shaky start to the season, the Lakers lost their first two games of the season to the Golden State Warriors uh, which was a decently close game for most of the game, and then to the Phoenix Suns, which was turned into be a little bit more of a blowout loss for the Lakers, which was a little disappointing. Since those two losses, the Lakers pretty much picked it up, albeit the Lakers also, their opponents have gotten a little bit worse. Um, you know, they beat the Grizzlies in a close game where John Morant missed a, well, Ken Basemore made a bad foul against John Morant, John Morant uh, got three free throws, could have tied the game to go into overtime. He missed one of the three free throws, which is pretty crazy because John Morant's usually pretty uh, locked in from the free throw line, and the Lakers end up pulling away and winning that game. They did have a pretty disappointing loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder, one of the worst teams in the league, where the Lakers had a 24 or 26 point lead at one point in the game. Lakers blew that lead. Ended up losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Pretty disappointing. Uh, Lakers have also beaten the Spurs. They beat the Rockets twice, which we'll get into a little bit more since that was the more recent game. And um, yeah, so I mean, Lakers are back. It's cr- pretty crazy because it's a brand, pretty much a brand new team. The only uh, players that are remaining from the previous seasons and from the uh, championship winning team, I believe, it's just LeBron James, Anthony Davis and Tal- talent Taylor horn tucker so pretty much a completely brand new squad for the lakers which we kind of talked about a little bit in my last episode which was a long time ago when we we're talking about the free agent splashes the lakers had made um the biggest one being the trade for russell westbrook signing carmelo anthony to name a few and then really just bringing back a lot of ex-laker players you know we got kent basemore dwight howard back um Trevor Ariza you know a lot of a lot of a lot of players that were have you know previous stints with the Lakers which is pretty funny so this Lakers team you know it, they've gotten off to a shaky start a little bit you know I mean there's no reason this Lakers team couldn't or shouldn't be undefeated you know like they're good enough that they could beat the Warriors they can beat the Suns there's no reason they should have lost to OKC and then they would be undefeated um, obviously, that's not how things work, especially when you have a brand-new team like this. You know, you think back to 2020 when the Lakers won the championship. That team was – everyone was riding off as, like, you know, maybe they'll make it to, like, the second round of the playoffs. Maybe they'll make it to the Western Conference, but there's no way this team's winning a championship. There's no way this team is deep enough to win a championship. A team that starts JaVale McGee or a team that has Dwight Howard coming off the bench or, you know, Alex Caruso. Who's this, right? It's like the Lakers back then – had really it is true their, their their bench depth was not great this Lakers team the depth is crazy I mean like a lot of these guys are older right they're older veterans which comes with pluses and minuses you got the veteran leadership you got which I mean this team only has a few a handful of young guys that need that veteran veteran leadership but you got the veteran leadership you got guys that have, have been there before they've been around the league they've been in the league they've played for a lot of different teams some of them have even played together uh previously and you know they, they know each other so like the chemistry should be able to click fairly quickly i believe um obviously the downside to to a team like this is potential injury risk right like lebron james missed i think two games already with a you know an ankle injury soreness you know obviously not bad enough that he's sitting out a bunch but he missed two games right like and that that was uh, i think he missed the okc game was definitely one of them when they lost so like you know older team definitely more risk for injury and but i think you know as long as they can stay healthy things will be good but the the what i'm trying to get at is like the chemistry right so it's like a team that a team like the Lakers, this team, their chemistry can go through the roof once they get there, but they just got to get there, you know? So I think the slow start is nothing to be too worried about. I mean, we're only eight games in. in. It's a a small sample size for the Lakers, but exciting nonetheless to see them uh, putting things together. And it's good, you know, it's a bummer to have lost to Two good teams to start the season in the Warriors and the Suns. It's a bummer to see, you know, not not get a win against either of those teams. But it's nice that the Lakers have had some, um, you know, the schedule's gotten a little easier since those first two games, so the Lakers can kind of use that time to figure things out instead of getting stuck in a hole. And you know, in an, in an 82-game season eight games is you're not gonna get stuck in a hole in eight games necessarily but you know you never I mean like for instance in one of the games uh Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard got into a little bit of a shoving match on the bench during a timeout during the game you know um which raised some eyebrows understandably for for Lakers fans and just people around the NBA you know like is this Lakers team going to be able to put it together, you know, will they have the chemistry needed, and Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard are previous teammates, right, they won a championship together two years ago, so like, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it, it seems like they've figured things out, things are, things are okay, but, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the chemistry thing will come along, I think, and, and then going back to the injuries, right, it's like, the Lakers are, are, like I mentioned with LeBron are already dealing with it, but they are, they're already dealing it with in the sense that Trevor Ariza is out for a little while. Uh, Talon Horton Tucker is out right now. I'm pretty sure Kendrick Nunn is hurt right now. Um, two of those guys are young guys, which is kind of funny, but, um, they're already dealing with a little bit of injury, which is, which is shortening their bench a little bit, which is something that we should also take into account with these first eight games and, and how the Lakers are doing. But at the end of the day, the Lakers are, you know, they're not playing stiffest competition right now so it's good it's more of like good timing for the Lakers to kind of figure things out and and just build up that chemistry and uh and play well and and so in terms of how the Lakers are doing just in general right so you have um Anthony Davis LeBron James Russell Westbrook they're all averaging like I think right now Anthony Davis is averaging 25 points and he's leading the team LeBron and Russell Westbrook are just below them in the averaging in the 20s um Carmelo Anthony he's averaging 16 points a game right now he's shooting 52 percent from three-point line from the three-point line on average this season obviously eight games in small sample size but it's not like the Lakers never had really like a big three in the previous two seasons even the even the season when they won a championship is more about who's the guy that's going to step up you know was it going to be Rondo was it going to be um Caruso, like, who was going to be the guy that stepped up? Was it going to be Schroeder? Um, was it going to be Montrezl Harrell? There wasn't really a definitive big three kind of player, uh, a third guy, you know. And now that we have Russell Westbrook, he can be that third guy. I, You know, I'm not a huge Russell Westbrook fan, to be honest. I mean, I grew up watching UCLA basketball, loving UCLA basketball. He's a UCLA guy. I want to like him. I want to like Russell Westbrook, but there's just a lot of things that he does that just are like, it's crazy to me that he has like, his mid range shot might be the worst shot I've ever seen in the NBA. It's, it, he has zero touch. It's, it's crazy. Um, but what I do love about him is I love the hustle, I love how he gets to the basket. Um, you know, if he wants to play defense, he plays, he plays defense well. The downsides are, can't shoot very well because he's always like, kind of like spastic while he's playing which has its positives and minuses you get a lot of turnovers which is not good you know this is just in general with russell westbrook what you get you know it's he's kind of a low efficiency player there's a reason why playing against him in the playoffs back in 2020 like the lakers went at russell westbrook because he can't defend very well he's a pretty inefficient player so that's like what I think about Russell Westbrook going into this season I'm more down on Russell Westbrook than I am big on Russell Westbrook like I was pretty bummed when I heard the Lakers were trading for Russell Westbrook as opposed to Buddy Heald in the offseason um and Russell Russell Westbrook had a slow start to the season you know he first game of the season he had like eight points maybe you know since then he's he's kind of found his rhythm a little bit it seems like a lot of it is it's tough with this Lakers team because it's not maybe the best team in terms of um lineups it's not super easy to fit puzzle pieces together to get the best lineup with this team because Russell the big three right Russell Westbrook LeBron James Anthony Davis both Russell Westbrook and LeBron James are at their best when they're attacking the basket. And it's hard to have two guys attacking the basket. And and like Russell Westbrook isn't really like a a three-point threat, right? So you can't have him just like sitting in the corner for LeBron to kick to and vice versa, you know, or whatever, right? So it's like it's been a little tough, I think, to figure out really what the prime matchups and lineups are for this team, which is something, you know, it's another growing and learning experience just with the Lakers with this Lakers team being pretty much brand new, you know it's a brand new team. Frank Vogel is still the coach, but dealing with twelve new, you know, twelve new players. Obviously, he's played with some of here, he's coached some of them with the Lakers before, but like twelve new players to this team, right? You know, um, and so I think again, time will tell with this Lakers team. They'll figure things out, but it might be a little tough. Uh, there might be some growing pains. And I think when, whenever you have a guy, a guy like Russell Westbrook, right, it's like you're going to get a lot of ups and a lot of downs. And I think it's just him finding how he fits into this team and what he needs to do. And uh, we'll get into it. But last night was was a pretty good example of the Lakers working well offensively for the most part. Uh, they didn't shoot very well from three, but we'll get into that Um yeah, and the Lakers' big three really showed showed up and played well, uh, from an offensive standpoint, at least. All right, now let's talk about last night's game against the Houston Rockets. The Lakers, so the Lakers played the Rockets on Sunday, so this is like a back-to-back matchup although not in back-to-back nights, but they played the Rockets on Sunday. They beat them 95-85, uh, to 85, I believe, so more of a defensive kind of matchup game there. Uh, the Lakers forced the Rockets into, like, 25 or so turnovers on, in Sunday's game, which is pretty unbelievable. I mean, the Rockets are a pretty young team. One of the best players is Jalen Green, who was a rookie this season. Um, but, you know, I think the Lakers played you know the Lakers played pretty well got the win on Sunday Came, coming into Tuesday playing the same exact team you know th- that doesn't happen too often in the NBA Yeah, you know, obviously it's pretty common or well it's how baseball is run right where you play kind of these three to four game series you're playing the same team three to four games in a row uh definitely doesn't happen in football in basketball it happens sometimes but it's pretty rare uh, to play the same team back-to-back until you get into the playoffs, obviously. So, Tuesday night, Lakers playing the Rockets. And the Rockets came out, and they played really well. They were shooting, both teams ended up shooting, I think, the same exact shooting percentage, um, which was about 52% for the game, which is pretty good for both for both teams. Um, but the Rockets came out, yeah, and they they shot really well. I felt like every time I was looking up at the game, the Rockets were hitting a three or or getting some, like, crazy and one shot to go in. Um, but, yeah, the Rockets played well. Lakers' defense, you know, it's it's a bummer because the Lakers had – that was their one of their strongest points in their previous two seasons in the season when they won the championship was their defense was really, really good. The defense has definitely taken a down turn so far this season. Again, something to figure out. And and in these so in these past two games, the Lakers have started a lineup which is more of like a smaller lineup with Russell Westbrook, Avery Bradley, Kent Bazemore, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. In previous games, the starting lineup was more was like um, you know you got DeAndre Jordan at center. Anthony Davis at power forward, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, um, and Ken Bazemore in the starting lineup. You know that that a little bit of a bigger lineup for the Lakers previously, but the last couple games they've been they've been trying out a starting lineup with Anthony Davis at the center, um, Avery Bradley, who's known to be a really good defensive guard. They've been putting into the starting lineup, and I think Frank Vogel is re- is rewarding the players that can play defense. With giving them giving them more playing time, which is great, I think that's awesome. So, Lakers defense struggled a little bit last night, partially because Houston was just hitting what felt like everything. Um, but Lakers were able to to kind of fight them tit for tat, which was which was good. Uh, Lakers did get down by like ten or twelve points at a certain point in the game. They're able to able to claw back. Um, it was pretty crazy. The Lakers. Um, late in the game, the Lakers go up, you know, it was like one, they were up by like 10, I think, 116 to 105 or 106. Um, there was a play where the Lakers, so the Lakers were, or the, the Rockets had fouled Kent Bazemore, Kent Bazemore goes to the line because the Lakers were, in the bonus or so the refs believed but like a little bit later they found out or they realized that the Lakers were only at four fouls like there's only 14 fouls against the Lakers so Kent Bazemore should not have gotten those free throws so the refs just pulled those two points so Kent Bazemore made both free throws got the game got the Lakers to 116 Refs realized that the Lakers were only at four fouls when they gave him the free throws. So they pulled the free throws off this board, put the Lakers back down to 114. Um, at this point it was 114 to 111. The Rockets have made a little bit of a, a surge. Um, it was 116 to 111. They pulled the points off. So it's then 114 to 111. Uh, Lakers go get up to like 119. Uh, Jalen Green hits a crazy three-pointer with like five seconds left in the game to pull it within two points, 119 to 117, I believe. Or no, no, no. sorry, they pulled it pulled it to within one, um, 118 to 117, with five seconds left. Uh, Malik Monk gets fouled because the Rockets are forcing free throws for the Lakers. Malik Monk misses the first free throw, makes the second, so that's a two-point game, 119-117. Lakers are up by two, five seconds left. Uh, well, Houston goes down, gets a good look, but just clanks off the back of the rim. Lakers went by two. So good to get the win for the Lakers. Uh, obviously would hope that the score wasn't quite as close because the Lakers should beat the team should beat a team like the Rockets by 10 plus points you know but good on the Lakers for getting the win and holding on and the thing is is like you're playing teams that are not playoff contender playoff contending teams right you gotta you want to get the win at the very at the end of the day you want the win yes you would like to play well enough to to beat the team by a lot of points but I don't mind the Lakers being in close game situations during the regular season because it's only going to help them and their chemistry help them kind of understand how to play with each other in these close game scenarios you know and lose had the Lakers lost the Rockets last night yeah that would have been pretty disappointing but at the end of the day it's not it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world you know um and if the Lakers can get learning learning experiences out of it, then that's great, you know. So, best of both worlds. Last night, Lakers get the win, and they get close game experience with each other. Obviously, they're all most of them are all veterans, so they they don't need that close game experience maybe. But playing together is different, um, and how each other works together, and kind of what the strategies are in a close game situation. Uh, when you have, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and guys like that all all on the court, you know, so um, good to get that experience. That's me being positive. Obviously, I would have loved to see the Lakers just beat the crap out of the Rockets, but whatever, it is what it is. Lakers get the win. They improved to five and three on the season. They are, you know, within eight games, they're, I think, in the third seed in the West, which is great. Um, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. I think LeBron had 30 last night, 30 points. I want to say a 10 assists, 30 points, 10 assists. Uh, Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook both had 27 points each. So Lakers big three combines for 84 of their 119 points, which is great. It's great to see the Lakers 119 points. That's a good amount of points. Um, I mean, I know in the NBA, teams score a lot of points nowadays, but 119 points, that's pretty good, at least compared to, like, last season's Lakers team. Like, I feel like they were averaging, like, 104 points a game or something, which I think is below, or was below the league average. I could be wrong on that, but um, they didn't score a lot of points. They were just really good. They played really good defense, and they would get wins, you know? This team's a little different. Got to be a little higher octane offense to make up for the lack of defense that this team has. So 119 points, like I said, pretty good. Uh, And so that's kind of what you get when you have LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook all contributing, all playing well. And they're proving that they can play together. I mean, again, small sample size against teams that are not that great. Got to take that into account. But at the end of the day, they're proving that they can play well together and and get wins. So it's good to see the Lakers um, kind of improving, working through some kinks, working through just a new team, Frank Vogel, figuring things out. Um, It's a long season, that's for sure. Um, So Lakers, you know, I didn't check. Obviously, I'm driving, so it's hard to check my phone, but... Did not. I didn't check before I started the podcast when the Lakers' next game is. I believe it's it's either tomorrow or Friday. Tomorrow being Thursday. It's either Thursday or Friday. Um, so, you know, I'm excited to get back at it with this Lakers carpool podcast. I kind of let things go in the offseason. <clears throat> I was a little slow to start, obviously, as I'm just getting my first episode of the season in uh, three or eight games into the season. So, But I'm, I'm happy to be back at it gonna try and be as consistent as possible get one maybe two episodes a weekend um depending on just how things go but I don't know about you guys but when the when the winter comes around or fall comes around and it starts getting dark early in the morning because I record this podcast usually uh, on my drive to work in the morning so it can be tough to get out of bed and be like up and ready and wanting to do record a podcast like this i'm not gonna lie um so i think that's part of part of why i was I've been slow to get back at it but but yeah when it's like dark in the morning and i'm driving to work that is uh it can be a little rough so anyways i'm glad to be motivated and back at it recording the podcast and uh excited for another laker season see what see what things have in store for the lakers and uh this exciting new team